Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Intuitive Revolution in Business. I'm coming um, today for a teaching on intuition, and the teaching is about the perils of ignoring your intuition. Now, this is really interesting for me because I have actually planned the content for the past month or so. And I didn't expect to actually experience something that would illustrate this topic uh, after I had decided to talk about it. So the universe was listening to me and was going to make me experience, so to speak, um, something that would illustrate this podcast episode. So here we go. What I want to start with is that I think that we have all ignored our intuition and suffered the consequences. I'm going to talk today about one example, but I could give you so many different examples. And the guests that have come on my podcast, um, not all of them, actually, um, just a handful of them were very honest about how uh, sometimes it, they have um, recognized their intuition because they haven't listened to it and they have paid a high price for it. I think I mentioned some of that in last week's episode with um, Tegan and what happened to her when she didn't listen to the alarm bells that went on because she felt um, she wasn't as experienced and she put her power, so to speak, into someone else's hands. And we do that. Um, I think it's important not to beat ourselves up about it and, that's, um, and not to keep the shame within us because if we keep these stories hidden, what will happen is that we have that shame that attaches to it and it almost um, attaches it to us, if that makes sense. It, it stays in us. Whereas if we are able to share the story, and this is the reason why I'm sharing my story as well, is to take the shame out of it. I didn't feel any shame at all with what happened to me. And it felt unusual because I know that my younger self, maybe in a couple of years time um, in the past or um, 10 years ago, would have felt a lot of shame and would have not even mentioned it to anyone. I felt very confident and very free in telling the story to everybody who wanted to hear it. And that to me was something remarkable. Um, I think it shows how much self-development I've been through and the, you know, um, the level of awareness that I have reached. So in this episode, I want to share what happened to me in my dating adventures, but I also want to analyze why this happened so that you can understand why this may happen to you and you can stop it sooner. Um, luckily, um, there was no painful lesson in this, but I remember, for example, one of my friends um, when she sadly was made homeless um, and she had a lot of children with her, so she had to go into hostels and everything. And she was scammed by a lady who lived in a hostel who um, 
asked her to pay some money to get a computer. She was quite keen to get a computer to start her business. And she was she was totally scammed. Um, the lady never gave her the computer and, and literally vanished. And it was such a painful lesson for her. Um, I want to say if this happened to you, it is time for you to release that shame and to release that pain, okay? In business, and this is a business podcast, we will be presented by um, with opportunities that look perfect on paper, but that are actually scams. And there are millions of stories out there. Um, actually, I'm not sure people do share these stories, but I know that they have happened to many, many people. So I'm really grateful that this um, lesson, which wasn't in business, but that I could see could happen in business, uh, happened to me um, when I say so early on. <laughs> I'm 56, but for me, it is early on because um, I'm not in the place yet where I could have literally made a check to that person for the amount of money that they've asked me. And this is this was my saving grace. But I know that one day I will. And so this is why this lesson was, was so useful. So here we go. Here's the story. Um, I am back on the dating scene. Uh, I might have mentioned this in, in previous podcasts. Uh, completely enjoying it. And this guy messages me through the dating app that I'm signed up with. Um, from the moment go, I like everything he shares about himself. Um, I'm not going to go into the detail, but there's lots of things that make me think, oh, yeah, he's a really good guy. Now, of course, all this was crafted because this person knows a lot about human psychology. They might even have a psychology degree. Who knows? And so they know what to say at what point to get you to trust them. Okay. Three days later, though, his profile got blocked on the app. So I mentioned that to him. I reached out and said, did you notice that your, your, your profile was blocked? And he said, oh, it's something that um, I had an argument with someone who was rude to me and they probably blocked me. And at that point, I brushed it off. I ignored that red flag because I liked what he presented so much. Um, Hindsight is such a wonderful thing, right? It stayed at the back of my mind, though, and it was something that came back when I needed it um, to say, okay, it's time to block him. Um, what I did notice is that he was way over the top. He was love bombing me, and I was enjoying it. That should have been a red flag as well. He seemed to be saying all the right things at the right time. But sometimes he asked questions that had already answered, and that should have been a little bit of a red flag as well. He wasn't really interested in me and listening to what I was saying. He was more interested about pushing this persona towards me and convincing me of what a wonderful man he was. His profile said he was local to me, but actually he was in a completely different place. And as the conversation um, unfolded, I realized that actually he had said he had a house he was coming back to, but now he didn't, another red flag. But these are very subtle things. So I'm not going to blame myself or feel bad about ignoring them because they were very small things. And I'm going to talk about this in a minute. After only one week, he made these big declarations, etc. That's another red flag. And then two weeks in, he asked for money. <laughs> of course, that was the, how could you say, um, that, that was the big moment. That was the big revelation, right? 
Now, he didn't just do that. He made up a scenario that made me feel bad about the fact that he needed the money. And he made me feel that I was the only person who could help him. Uh, luckily, this is when I woke up and I blocked him. But what I didn't expect is to feel pain in my heart. And the reason I felt pain in my heart is that he had hooked me into the heart, right? Um, this is something we're going to unpack in a few seconds. It's important. So we're looking at this with the um, spirit of the anatomy of a scamming um, scenario. And I want to ask what happened here? You know, I'm an intelligent, educated woman. How did he take me for a ride? Now, I think there's a formula for scamming or being scammed. First, you're a beautiful, open heart, caring individual. Second, you want to believe in a good world. But, and this is what you need to pay attention to, you have a limiting belief that makes you vulnerable. And you're eager to get somewhere faster that you should. Okay, you're in a hurry. This is always the thing. You want a shortcut. So that's why people are able to scam people, um, you know, like my, my friend with, with the, um, the computer. She was offering to her an opportunity that was too good to be true. Um, and here comes in the scamming person who spots the beautiful light. Now, I want to emphasize this. There's nothing wrong with being a beautiful light, with having an open heart, about being caring and to want to believe in a better world. This should never change, no matter what happens to you, okay? No matter how many experience, unpleasant experience you have with other people in business or in your private life. So that, that scammer comes in, spots the beautiful light, and tells them all the things they want to hear. This is what happens. Now, the question I want to ask here is, where was my intuition? And I think this is the most interesting part of this whole story. It was there all along, but my ego was in the driver's seat. And, and how do I know that? It's because I was trying to force an outcome. I really wanted a relationship, even though I knew that I wasn't ready. Okay. So I was putting myself at risk by doing something I knew I wasn't ready. Okay. So my ego was in the driver's seat and it was speeding, <laughs> if we're going to use that analogy. It was in a rush. The scammer was very loud. He was um, overwhelming me with this love bombing, with all the messages. It was constant. Um, and, and so that was also to silence my intuition because intuition, as you know, needs that space, needs that quiet, needs that expensive, uh, expensiveness. Uh, and my intuition had no silence to speak through because the, the car was going full speed. So this is an invitation to slow down, whatever happens. What is the lesson? What is the lesson in this for all of us? If someone tries to rush you, be suspicious. If someone is over the top, be suspicious. If someone talks about you and me against the world, be suspicious as well. That's something that he said and that immediately um, raised some alarm bells. Uh, I wanna say though, even though some people might have been um, reacting to this kind of situation in a really upset way. I was actually super grateful and there was no fear that stepped in. 
right? What I noticed was he had hooked into my heart. And when he put me in a position to ask for money, it hurt. I was never going to give him that money, but my heart hurt. And I was really surprised. So what I want you to understand is that people can hook into your energy field through manipulation, even if they don't know about energy. I know I've mentioned this before, but this is really, really important for you to understand because once people are hooked into your energy, and I want to invite you to go back to uh, an episode of the podcast where I talk about energy as part of my epic framework. Um, let's check which episode it was on my website. Just give me a few seconds. So I want you to go back. And if ever you wanted to check all the episodes for this podcast, go to the intuitiverevolution.co.uk forward slash podcast. And then there you have a list of everything. So the part where I talk about energy on my epic framework is episode 26. Okay. So I'd like you to go back to this episode because it's important to understand about energy. Because once someone has hooked into your energy, it's a lot harder for you um, not to be manipulated by them. It's a lot harder for you. It's almost like they have strings that they can pull on you to make you do things, right? They're more able to manipulate you. The second thing I noticed is that I didn't feel any shame at having been fooled for two weeks. Uh, I had a great time for two weeks. I enjoyed every moment. So I really enjoyed every moment of this interaction. And this made me realize that I'd done a lot of work on myself for not feeling any shame. That's really where I want you to be. I was able to see how much I gained from the experience. It was a lesson that didn't have any pain in it. First of all, because he didn't get my money. He's the one who lost everything. He lost two weeks of trying to scam me and not getting any results. Um, but <clears throat> it's even more than that. I have this beautiful lesson that I'm able to share with you today that can illustrate what happens when we ignore our intuition. I also ignored three signs that the universe presented me. And it's when the third one dropped in that I got it. So I want you to understand that universe, the universe always has your back and it will present the sign again and again and again. And in effect, this sign was the word scammer being um, posted on Facebook by one guy who had been scammed of 2000 pounds. Um, and then two of my friends mentioning the word scammer when they were talking to me. And that was, that was beautiful. I was able to, you know, notice the repetition, even though the car was going full speed, even though it was, the engine was very loud. Let's talk about the engine. So my ego and his ego were very, very loud. I was able to hear that, um, that sign three times. Pause. And then for some reason, when I heard the word scammer the third time, I went back to his profile. I went back onto the app and I remembered that his profile had been blocked. And, and so that was the thing that dropped. That's when the penny dropped. Am I going to be changed by this experience? I'm going to say no. And it's a good thing. I want to keep an open heart. I still want to be the innocent person who has stars in their eyes, who believes in magic and who believes that um, she can bring um, heaven on earth. But I will be much more aware of my ego 
of her limitations, her beliefs, and how she silences my intuition, okay? There was a big wound below what happened to me. And this big wound enabled this situation to unfold. Um, I'm not sure if I've mentioned before, but I'm the daughter of a narcissistic mother. So in my, in my love life, this has really informed a lot of my relationships, sadly. So I am prone to be blinded by love bombing. And that's definitely something I'm going to be more uh, aware of in the future. But essentially, I want to remain the same. I just want to be a little bit more aware. And I want you to understand that whenever we get scammed, it's because of the ego and the mind. It's not because of the intuition. It's the ego and the mind that gets us in those sticky situations. And it's also those unhelpful beliefs, such as maybe not feeling worthy. These, uh, the ego, the unhelpful beliefs, it's like they create a door where someone can wedge themselves in. So we are in control of that door. We can um, lock the door or be aware that people can come in through this way and do the work so that it stops us from experiencing these situations. Now, something really interesting happens that helped me to feel um, so good about this situation because I was sharing with my friends. I shared with all my friends and it, it, normally I wouldn't do that. And what happened is when I was sharing this story, actually, um, a friend of mine who's a coach um, shared the story of someone who was scammed of a lot of money in exactly the same way by someone in the Philippines who played on their hearts and made them, you know, had this whole sad story about being a widow and having children to feed, et cetera, et cetera. And we never know how much um, truth uh, is shared in that story. But it's all always going to be a sad story. In business, it's more likely to be someone who pauses an, as an expert, someone even who might have a very good reputation. Um, and it could be that they are offering you a quick solution to success, um, a shortcut. And you want to believe in that because maybe you're in that desperate state where maybe you've been for several years uh, working really, really hard in your business and not seeing the results that you wanted. Mm. Now, be aware of where this, um, this places you. Be aware of the vulnerability that can come from being in that desperate situation or that desperate feeling. And try and, um, and I know it's very, very hard. Try not to um, allow this to unfold. Try to nip it in the bud because this kind of situation, this kind of feeling is almost like a magnet that will attract someone who will try to, to use that feeling for their own purposes and maybe leave, leave you even worse than you were uh, before you met them. Uh, what I want to say really is that the intuitive path requires us to work on ourselves relentlessly Self-development is a really, really big component in you being able to listen to your intuition because for as long as you have those loud limiting beliefs, for as long as you allow your ego to be in the driver's seat where someone else's ego will jump in and, and encourage and feed that ego, maybe by telling you that you're a special person. Uh, and, and you are actually, but um, don't allow someone else to tell you that. It needs to come from you.
So it's building that strength and that self-reliance on yourself. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about codependent um, patterns because I know I'm a recovering um, codependent, but also there's been this trial with Johnny Depp and um, and his ex-wife that talks about, um, you know, abuse. And abuse can, um, can unfold in both in our um, private romantic relationship, but also um, in business, or it can um, occur, you know, between a boss and an employee. I've certainly had my share of abusive um, bosses. Now, you, you want to make sure that you take your blinders off and that you understand the nature of abuse and how wrong it is. But it is more difficult for people who have been brought up in abuse and um, I'm actually reminded of um, a Spotlight member in my community, the, um, the Intuitive Revolution for Brilliant Entrepreneurs, who specializes in trauma and business. And I would really recommend that you reach out to her or find her. Um, she has an interview um, in, the, in the guide for Spotlight members. Her name is Chantal van der Heigen. And she's actually a therapist who specializes with entrepreneurs who have experienced trauma. So if that's you, if you've experienced trauma to some level, and when I want, when I want to talk about trauma, I want you to realize that trauma is not necessarily the big traumas that everybody talks about, you know, like maybe um, having been a hostage or having um, witnessed someone being killed in front of you, or maybe having been threatened yourself with a gun. Uh, and I have actually some friends who, who have experienced that. These are big traumas, but they can be some small traumas. The nervous system um, is actually unique to us. And some of us have more sensitive nervous systems than others. So um, we could have experienced trauma just because our parents divorced. And when I say just, I'm sorry to say that because I didn't mean it that way. But society would tell us, you know, it's no big deal if your parents divorce, but actually, if you're a sensitive child, it can be traumatic, it can be enormous. And that could leave um, scars for life if they're not addressed and if, the, if they're not healed. So you want to look at all of these things as an entrepreneur, because you bring your entire self to the table. You can't slice yourself off and say, okay, I'm going to bring my mind to this and I'm going to leave my, my, <laughs> myself, my story, my scars, my experiences, um, you know, behind me and, and not take them into account. This is not how it works. Um, all of you comes into your business and all of you needs to be addressed so that you can have a thriving business. Um, I'd like us to be able to keep an open mind and to constantly look at things with a spirit of curiosity. This is how I looked at this whole scamming situation with a spirit of curiosity and what can I learn from it? And also what can I share with other people so that they wouldn't get um, scammed themselves? That's, that's something that's very dear to my heart. Um, I think in society and, I, and when I whenever I look at an old person you know walking on their own in the streets I feel I feel this pull um, because I know that the more vulnerable you are 
whether because of your age, because of mental health, or because of physical health, or uh, sometimes it's not visible at all. You know, I have an invisible, um, supposedly disability, um, being an autistic person. I tend to believe people um, at their word. You know, I know this is not exactly an English, English expression, but I trust the words of people more than most people would. Uh, rather than their deeds. And that's something that I'm actively working on to become more aware, which was exactly what happened with this guy. He helped me to see the gap, which is something that's happened with my mother again and again and again. And sadly, with my two husbands, there was a big gap between what they said and what they did. And I trusted what they said and ignored what they did, uh, which should have raised alarm bells. So uh, if this is you, I think awareness is a beautiful first step, um, but please, please, please never let the shame coming into it. And in order for it to help for this to happen, I am going to create a thread in, um, in my community where I encourage you to come and share either a story where you were scammed or where you were nearly scammed and, and share your story in order to release the shame. Because once you pull the story out of the darkness, out of the box where you're trying to hide it, it loses its power over you. It's a well-known um, fact, for example, for children or people who have been abused sexually or mentally or emotionally or even physically, at the moment they start to tell their stories, um, this actually releases the shame because they feel that it's their fault. And, and a scammer or an abuser will always try to make you feel that it's your fault. And no matter what. And so in order to lift that burden that they put on you, you need to share your story and realize that nobody's going to judge you for it. Um, and if they do, that's not the people you want in your world anyway. So let's lift the shame. Join, if you're not in my intuitive revolution for brilliant entrepreneurs, join the group, come and find the, th the thread for today's podcast and share your story. Everybody will um, absolutely support you in doing that. Nobody will judge you. And then the second thing you can do if you have one is can you please give us your best tip to avoid being scammed? Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know it's a slightly different episode. I still feel it's very, very powerful and much needed to understand the risks of ignoring your intuition and that it has given you some sort of um, scaffolding or framework to understand how these stories unfold. Uh, right, so this, is, uh, this concludes this episode for this week. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs, and go on to my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.